0: Welcome to episode 70 of Motivated AF with Katie Forbis. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Katie Forbis. And on this episode, I'm excited because we have my friend and also lead instructor and manager of both Cycle Bar Germantown and Cycle Bar Midtown Memphis, Peterson Welford, on the uh, show today. I say we, I don't know why, as if I'm not a one-man band. Uh, I have him on the show today. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear his story. Uh, We talk about Cycle Bar, but even if you're not in Memphis or, you know, whether or not you are interested in that aspect of it, I want to encourage you to listen to it regardless because we go into a lot of other things. Uh, We talk about Peterson growing up and um, his struggles as far as trying to figure out as a gay man when he wanted to come out. We talk about serious things and we go all the way to talking about funny and silly things like Taylor Swift and Kanye West because, you know. I got to end up at somewhere like that. So uh, I think it's a really good episode. I think you'll be uh, really interested in it. I really wanted to have Peterson on the podcast. He is one of my favorite uh, instructors at Cycle Bar. I just think he is very good at what he does. And I think he has a uh, knack for just really putting his whole heart into things. Um, And when I see people that do that, when I see that they're fully invested in something, that's always inspiring and motivating to me. And so when I see somebody all in, I'm like, hey, can you come on my podcast? And so that's what I did with Peterson. And I was so happy that he agreed to do so. I hope you guys like this episode. It is a fun one. So without further ado, let's get to the conversation with Peterson Wilford. Hey-ho, on the road again moving on forward since those won't break bones we are in the car on a highway it's only okay.
1: from memphis born and raised from
0: memphis okay first off we can start with like kind of like your family like do you have siblings like because i actually don't like know you don't know any of this i don't know very much of this at all (laughs) unless i like asked you ahead of time on instagram a question and other than that i don't know most of it so yeah
1: yeah so uh my parents live here right Mm now uh Mm -hmm. my brother lives here as well um one little brother Mm -hmm. he's two years younger than me he works at a local bank here Uh um we live very opposite lives he puts on a suit every day yeah i put on lululemon every day and
0: so he's a banker he's a younger than you he's a banker yeah Yeah, i
1: would have never guessed that yeah
0: like i wouldn't see you as a banker oh no (laughs) that's the only sibling only sibling okay so where did you go to like school
1: uh went to pds and then went to mus for high school um went to alabama for undergrad and then i went to kentucky for
0: grad school kentucky oh that's bad i know i know i know and alabama's like it depends on it does it really does so you graduated from alabama
1: though yes
0: okay so, you went there and then you went
1: to, you said you went to graduate school? Yes. Did so you finish that? I did. Okay. I did, I did. So went to grad school for um, healthcare administration.
0: Okay. And Clearly you didn't like it?
1: Clearly not doing that. Um. You know, I moved home. I got done with grad school. And I, in between undergrad and grad school, I worked at St. Jude mm-hmm. um, for almost a year, actually. Yeah. I heard that's um, a really good place to work. And, oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I've done three different... I've worked in three different roles there, actually. Um, The goal with grad school was go get that degree, have a master's degree, and then come back and Mm. work at St. Jude was what I wanted to do um came back
0: how when did you come back like how many years ago let's see
1: 2015 May of 2015 yeah. I moved back that was the 10th summer I had coached swim team for the oh, university club I okay. uh, did that one more time I yeah. told them I would do it one more time right. and that was it and so I said I'm gonna do that for the summer that'll give me the summer to figure out if I'm gonna be at St. Jude or if I'm gonna leave Memphis because right. if it wasn't St. Jude it was I'm out of here okay then July came around still hadn't found a job mm-hmm. Had gotten my foot in the door at St. Jude, but not in a role that I wanted.
0: Mm-hmm. That was 2015. You couldn't find anything.
1: Yeah. Um, Auditioned for a cycle bar. Mm-hmm. Super randomly.
0: So I was going to say, like...
1: So it was... Well, I didn't know... So in Lexington, Kentucky, mm-hmm. I had been spinning at this local place. Right. Uh, I had this one instructor that I was, like, obsessed with. Mm-hmm. And when I was leaving Lexington, I was like, well, geez, what am I going to do when I got to Memphis? Like, I really want to keep spinning, but I don't know anything about what Memphis has to offer. That place also was very conveniently located next to my apartment downtown, and it was great. And so I got here, and I was looking, and the only thing that was here was Cycle Bar, and Mm -hmm. it was way out in Germantown, and I did not live in Germantown. I never wanted to venture to Germantown. I didn't want anything (laughs) to do with Germantown. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I went one day, Mm -hmm. and I hated it.
0: Okay, I
1: hated the first class I took. And I left, and I was like, like, "Pissed off." I wasn't pissed, but I was just like, "What was that?" Yeah. So I don't, it wasn't.
0: It wasn't I don't what you it. thought. Like it wasn't. Like your, I I've only been to Cycle Bars for a spin, so I didn't get it yet. Okay. Yeah. I didn't.
1: I the place that I'd been going was it wasn't just
0: the same style. Spin. Okay. It
1: wasn't more than a workout. Right. I ended up going back for a second time, and then a mutual friend. Who saw the
0: first time you went? Are oh, I'm not going to answer these questions. Oh. No,
1: no, no, no I no. like, are they still there?" Again? Um, the beauty, the beauty of that is, we recently got a new system, so no yeah, one can no one see, even see who it was. So right. I can confidently right. say okay. these things now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, a mutual friend of Alex and I's reached out to me and was like, "Hey, I heard you went to Cycle Bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of it?" And it was after the second class, and I said, "Well, you know, like I kind of liked it better the second time." Um. I'll probably like try and figure out how I can go back again. And she was like, well, they're looking for a male instructor. Would you be interested? And I immediately started messaging Alex and was like, I want to do this. How do I do this? And I, I mean, I had to kind of really poke her Mm -hmm. to get her to let me come audition. Right. And, immediately fell in love with it immediately was like questioning everything that I had done Mm school-wise and everything else I was like how why have I not been doing this I love this Mm
0: -hmm. were you somebody like who always like to be like an on-stage type of person like as a kid and stuff like hey like look at me I'm dancing or I'm singing or Mm -hmm. I was like that I just did I always ask people like
1: sometimes yeah and then other times like not at all
0: right Um, right right.
1: um, when we were little, my cousins and I would always put on these, like, we'd call them plays. Mm-hmm. And my grandparents and my parents and their parents would always be like, Not this again. Like, <laughs> right. Because we would, like, come up with this, like, ornate, huge thing. thing. And yeah. then we would get out there, and none of us would actually, like, right. want to do it because everyone was watching. Right, and right, so right. I'd be like, okay great but like right. it was always or adults a have a tendency
0: to laugh and you're like a kid and you wanted yes. to be like serious yes was, it was
1: so it was so ridiculous yeah. but besides that not really yeah
0: because no. so, i didn't know if you were like somebody who everybody thought oh like once you started doing that why like if they thought like you why haven't you been doing this the whole i mean you naturally oh, you yeah, came yeah, natural yeah. but i like when i first started coming you were already there for like at least a year and a half probably or, like, a year i mean I think I started a year ago, but I didn't start coming like consistently until like more recently. So, uh, but yeah, I didn't know if that was one of those things like, oh, everybody is like, that's the thing you should have been doing, or if everybody was like, whoa, I'm shocked. You know, it's
1: funny now. Um, recently, one of my friends from Australia mm. came in, or she lives in New Zealand now, mm. um, came in town and she came to class, and after class, she was like, I see why you love what Mm -hmm. you're doing so much. She was like, I've seen what you're doing on social media, but now I really see why you're doing what you're doing. You love it so much and it's exactly where you need to be. And it's just so, it's so great to feel that way. Yeah. Um, Growing up, especially in middle school and high school, all boys schools, Mm -hmm. uh, sort of a religious setting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Struggling with, trying to figure out what being gay meant Mm -hmm. and didn't want to tell anyone that because I thought it was just so wrong. And so like now as in my 20s, Feeling like I am where I'm supposed to be and right. doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing—it's just
0: makes you. There's no better feeling. Right, right, yeah. Okay, so going back to that, were you raised like religious? I mean, I know you private school, but yeah. like, were y'all like oh, yeah. that? Presbyterian. Presbyterian. Okay. Um,
1: so we're drinkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah eight thirty service every Sunday. Yeah. Uh, seventh pew.
0: Mm -hmm. you were as Presbyterian um, Christian school and all that kind of stuff so if I mean if you want to talk about it as far as your sexuality what was that something like when is that something or what was that like what were you thinking like growing up because like I know so much of that kind of at least from people that I've talked to is things that you aren't like communicating outwardly or you not realize or you don't even know exactly
1: so I knew I liked boys. Mm-hmm. I, I I knew that. Always. From like age like 13 or 14. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. okay. knew that, but also could never vocalize that. Right. Because I always felt like it was wrong. Like right. It was, well, that's
0: what I'm saying. That... were
1: feelings that I wasn't supposed to be right. having. Right. And so it was like, oh, well I can never tell someone that this is right. just something that I'm going to suppress. Right. Um, Actually dated a girl Mm -hmm. in high school. Like for, well, (laughs) we broke up a lot of times, but we dated for like three and a half Mm -hmm. years. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I would have done anything to make that work. College started to really figure out I'm unhappy. Why am I unhappy? Mm -hmm. And then it was, I know why I'm unhappy.
0: I don't want that to be the reason. I don't
1: want this to affect. I started figuring out like, It's not just about right Mm -hmm. now. It's about 20 years from now. It's about 30 years from now. It's about the rest of my life. Like, what do I want that to look like? Do I want to feel how I feel right now for 70 more years? No. And so finally, I knew I would never be able to get out the words of what I Mm -hmm. wanted to say. So I... And I felt it was really important that I told my parents first. Mm. I wanted to tell them before anyone else. And so I came home I was coming home for the summer from college mm-hmm. I think it was sophomore year and I my brother wasn't home for some reason mm-hmm. I don't remember why but I had written them a letter and I typed it up and yeah. I printed out two copies <laughs> and I had it in my pocket and I had carried it around the middle around in my pocket for like a couple days really because like, I, I was kind of like
0: not you're gonna well, do it well I was then you waiting for the
1: right moment right. I didn't, for whatever reason, I didn't want to tell my brother when I told Mm. my parents. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a lot to
0: process other people's feelings when you're telling them. Absolutely.
1: And so, literally, I walked in our living room, and I was like, I need y'all to read this.
0: (laughs) And then you just, did you just, like, leave the room? Oh, no, I sat there and
1: just watched them read it. And my, it was actually really a cute moment, because Uh my dad looked up from reading it and was just like, well... This doesn't change anything, and my mom wasn't done reading, and she was like, "I'm not done yet." Yeah, and it's like, like it I don't was know if it was just it. very much right an accurate depiction right. of what right. my family looks like right. in general. So, so it was had, just really funny. I
0: had I had growing up, I was I grew up Southern Baptist, um, and had friends who were gay but were closeted in like yeah. high school and stuff, and they had parents like I didn't know where your parents stood on that scale of how afraid you were to tell them. <sighs>
1: Oh, I was petrified. Was it, but um, like
0: hindsight, like were they people, I mean, I don't want you like say anything bad about them, but like, oh no, it like, I had friends who they like their parents, I think sent something and they almost went overboard trying to push it. So I think, and some say it's because, you know, they worry that like, well, I didn't want them to be left out or let them, you know, Yeah. And so I didn't know if you ever felt any of that pressure. Like,
1: I think that my mom knew Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about my dad. He's very much, he's harder to read than my mom. Right. I would guess that they knew or at least sensed, but I would, I was petrified to tell them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just didn't know. I had no idea what they would say. I had a thousand dollars in my bank account on purpose because right. I was like,
0: yeah, what? If well, they, what? I mean, yeah.
1: they literally I had no idea, but I was going to be ready. Right. Right. Um, and, and you never
0: thought about like any, like as far as. Telling them or coming out high school, that was still like, that's not even like remote. High school, I
1: never, I didn't want it to be. Real. So
0: you just thought maybe if you just. I thought. Yeah, it, I was just more trying to get where your head yeah, was. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. High school, middle school, especially. I didn't want that to be mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that to be a part of who Did I was. Did ask you or
0: say it
1: or. Oh, I was bullied really yeah, badly. Yeah, so, in middle yeah. school and high school, like.
0: And that tends to be, especially, I mean, thankfully it seems to be changing some with some of the younger people I see Absolutely. now. Absolutely. But, like, you're gay or whatever, those were always, like, teasing or insults or things, like, bullying things. And yeah. so then, I think that almost, like, reinforces to somebody, like, well, that's definitely something I shouldn't be because you're calling me that, like, a yes, negative Yes, because it was
1: negative and it yeah. was so, and it was something that, uh, you know, I was like, well, you know, I don't want it I don't want this to be real. Right. Why why would you ever want that? Right, right, right. And so
0: you thought, oh, I can just like block it out. I'm gonna block it out. Yeah. I mean and I know like as you get older it does start to feel absurd that you thought that, but as a teen, it's like makes total sense. Oh, it's ever
1: it's everything. You know, the one of the best things that my mom told me as a as a kid, but also through my high school years through even early Mm twenties, she probably would still say this to Mm -hmm. me what you're worried about right now it's not it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. it's not going to matter anytime i would come home and like be upset um because someone had picked on me or Mm -hmm. something she you know it it would or or if some drama had happened Mm -hmm. or something she would always she would see how upset i would be and she'd be like you're you're in a few years going to look back on this and one you're not even going to remember it but two if you do you're going to laugh about how absurdly minuscule that this problem that you think is everything right now actually is yes.
0: and I think that's one of those things where and especially as you get older like what you think were problems changes because like when you're younger it's like the things that are like the end of the world are not and so oh like gosh. you start to happen yes. things happen that could be more the end of the world and then you're Absolutely. like oh that was not anything you know what I mean but yeah I was just curious as far as like that like in high school how much it like was something haunting you or in the back of your head or if it was just so suppressed you were just like you
1: know I would walk down the hallways of school Mm -hmm. every, every turn, every, everything was, I was terrified. Mm -hmm. I was at all times scared to just do, to even open my mouth and talk.
0: You came out in college. Yeah. And, okay, so there's something I'm going to ask you about because you mention it in passing, sometimes in Cycle Bar. So I feel like if you mention it in Cycle Bar. Maybe it can end. Okay, so you had some sort of relationship, right? That you were like, because you always talk about how two years ago, you don't have to talk about ah. the person. But was that your first, like, serious relationship with a guy? Or?
1: Uh, um, no, but that is, well, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the first one that was... At the time, mm-hmm. it's funny what we just talked about and now yeah. what we're talking about. Uh, at the time, it was everything. It was one of those like puppy... Lo- like mm-hmm. The beginning of it, right. it's so just like... Yeah. It's perfect. Right. Everything is perfect. Even if it wasn't perfect... You make it perfect. You make yeah. it perfect. Um, and set it up. Set up and your so, life. Set up where yeah. it's going. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All the plans. Yeah. All the things. Um and looking back on it and i don't I, he he may not feel the same way mm-hmm. looking back on it we were so blind mm-hmm. yeah. by all of it and we wanted it to be this instagram perfect right thing yeah uh, <laughs> and it, it just like it was it would have never worked it, it would have never worked and when it ended boy it was the end it i thought it was the end of the world yeah at the time well yeah
0: and i knew you've said that before in class and so and i mean it's like and that's the thing is we do change where you think like how was i in that like headspace but then that's just like yeah what it's happens a you of life. your perspective and you get in these weird like whether it's with a person or whatever these zones where that's just things become normal and yeah. then like you get out of it and you're like oh maybe that wasn't you know what i mean, like. That kind of thing. So was that kind of like a turning point? Like when you broke up, was this like... You know? Like so sort of-
1: I was in grad school mm-hmm. uh, at the time. I was about to finish. Mm-hmm. And and I moved home. And my headspace was not great when I moved home, but I was excited to come to Memphis. Right. At least for just a little while. In my head coming to Memphis was always we're just coming here for a little right, while. Right. That has you wanted always to be away. Been, yeah, yeah. Uh, I used to want to live in Dallas like so badly. It was like <laughs> the, well, it's so funny now. Um,
0: but it may just be because I don't go to the right place.
1: Well, now I go there and I'm like, boy, I would never mm-hmm. have survived yeah. here. And then this was always just something that I was just going to do for a little mm-hmm.
0: while. I think a lot of like people, a lot of us that like grew up in this area, like when you're in high school and you're all this, it's like, all this, like, I'm leaving this place, there's this energy, it's changing, but there There really is, I I really hope
1: that it changes, I can't say for certain that I will stay here forever, Mm -hmm. but I will say that where we're going here, Mm -hmm. and like, seeing all this growth, and seeing all the construction, and seeing everything happening with Memphis, Mm -hmm. I'm excited to be here, and there are so many people that are excited to be here, and the people who leave, so many of them come back, come back. Yeah, yeah. so many of them come yeah. back uh, a ton of my friends from high school who some of us went to college together who don't live here right mm-hmm. now in the past few months have started saying as they're like getting married right. and all that jazz have started saying oh I, I think I want to raise my family in Memphis mm-hmm. like I th- yeah that's I think we're gonna try and make that right. work and it's so funny. Yeah. how many people actually end up coming back right. here and it's it's almost like great let's change this dialogue on the front end then mm-hmm. like you want to go off to school go off to right. school but
0: come back Come back. yeah that's what, and that's been something I have a friend um who his dad was like that and he was like go to school we'll do it and then make your difference in this city like yeah. if you, you know as long, I mean nobody should be unhappy if they don't want to be here but if there's a way they can make their mark here Absolutely. a lot of times you can make a bigger impact, and it's not necessarily like big fish, small pond as much as it's just Memphis is still so new to everything. Like, everything yes. is like you can still be someone here, you can be. And I always say, like, people who are celebrities that are from this area, you're gonna be supportive, you're gonna be 100%. like once you're a Memphis person, like you're always you're a always a Memphis person, person, you know. And so, I think there's some of that, and then obviously, cost of living makes it a lot easier to oh, live yeah. here than somewhere like, say, Nashville, which is like you know, oh my times. gosh, <laughs> like four so times much more. Um, for things like that. But yeah, so you were thinking you weren't going to come back for like, where were you want to go? Like LA or?
1: At the time, I wanted to go to Dallas. Dallas, I that's wanted right. to go to Dallas or Atlanta.
0: Yeah. All my undergrad friends went to Atlanta. Atlanta is another like, total. Well, you know what it is? Those cities that are like so packed with traffic and stuff. Like, oh. I like the goings on but I don't I wouldn't think I would like the environment your to to, right yeah. yeah yeah so it's, it's like you're oh, like, like, like oh that
1: sounds great right but then you get in it and you're like I drove six miles and it took right. me an hour and a half to yeah. get to work today yeah. so do I want this right. anymore
0: probably yeah. not Dallas was the thing in your head oh yeah and then but then you were like cycle bar so uh, like Started you had an audition yeah. so was that nerve-wracking I don't even know how that works. you know
1: I it's so funny I vividly remember that day um I it was a Thursday Mm -hmm. and I had a all the summer swim team meets are on Thursday nights Mm -hmm. so I we they asked me if I could do Thursday so I scheduled it like earlier than I had to be at the swim meet I was coaching swimming Mm -hmm. at the time and I got there and I remember sitting in my car and kind of looking up at the sky and mean, like, all right, God, like, is this a direction that, mm-hmm. like, I'm supposed to go? Or, right. like, you're about to let me know this, but right. please let me, like, give me a sign. Right. Because I was just searching. The summer was almost over. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a job yet. Mm-hmm. I knew that Cycle Bar at that time wasn't going to be, because that was back in 2017, I 2017, guess. 2017, yeah. Uh, and... So I knew that that wasn't going to be a full-time gig, but Mm I also knew that it was something. Right. And uh, Swim Team was about to end, so Mm -hmm. Paychecks were about to end. And I went in there and I played, played a Justin Bieber remix. Yeah. And I remember Haley and Alex just looking at me and they were like, that was great. Mm-hmm. We never tell people this, but you're like, we're going to bring you, we're going to train you, we're going to do this. I was like, okay. So basically
0: on the spot. Oh, on like, the spot.
1: Yeah. Told me that I was going to get to come on, That's that awesome. I was going to get to train. And if I made it through training, mm-hmm. that I would get to teach. Right. And I ran out to my car <laughs> and I called my mom and yeah. I said, Mom, they liked me. They yeah. liked me. I can't wait to do this. Yeah. And um, she taught step aerobics. Oh, okay. All through uh I guess the 70s and 80s yeah, yeah. and even it's the, height even it's height. even the it's 90s high. I remember <laughs> back when the queue do you mm-hmm. know do you remember the queue yeah I think so on Ridgeway yeah um I remember when I was really little growing up in like the daycare mm-hmm. in yes. there because we would go at night she would drop us off and right. then she would go teach her class and it would be like 200 people <laughs> yeah. in her class and uh so it was it was so funny. That this was a kind of a fitness was a path right, that I right. ended up wanting to and take. And so she was
0: probably excited about that, right? Or no. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, uh. I think
1: that she, she now is very excited uh-huh. and like is so supportive. But I think at first she was a little hesitant yeah. of She's like, where is what this going? I what she was like, where is this going? Yeah. Can you make a living from this? Right. Is this something that you're actually going to want to do? Uh, I ended up that fall, I got a job with Lifetime.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: quickly left Lifetime. We yeah. won't talk about the details yeah. of that. Then I went to Lululemon yeah. and worked there for like nine or ten months. Mm-hmm. And then Haley called me one day and was like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Your name keeps coming up. Do you want... Right. Are you interested? Right. And Lululemon, it's so funny. The whole time I was there, uh, my parents never said like, okay what are we doing mm-hmm. but in their own little way of being like where are we at yeah, what's going yeah. on uh you got all these degrees you right, have two right. undergrad degrees right. you have a graduate degree like you right. have all this education They're like, where's this money gonna
0: be where you know, are you yeah.
1: what are you gonna do and I just kept saying I don't know what I'm gonna do but I know I'm supposed to be doing what I'm right. doing right now when Haley called me I was like, yes, mm-hmm. well, let's talk about logistics yeah. and what that looks like. But, but yes, I'm very interested. Mm-hmm. I took a leap of faith and knew that it was, it was a risk mm-hmm. to go full time. And now, I mean, here we I,
0: yeah well you're always there <laughs> I'm always there I <laughs> I'm like am I mean, always not there. Is, you know nine times out of ten when I was there cause I, I went there a lot in uh, September is like I think Peterson is here like nine times out of ten even if there, you're
1: there some people joke that I sleep in the in <laughs> the room next right? door uh yeah. but I wouldn't I wouldn't change but anything. it's like
0: something where you're like even now you get excited about going to work like oh, you're yeah. yeah I mean obviously everything has like stresses and stuff but that's something whenever, I think when you find something, and I don't even necessarily think, some people I think it's like one thing. Other people maybe it's just whatever feels that like void in them. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things where if you know that you're doing what you want to be doing, there's a difference in the way you wake up, and the way you go about your day. Like, 100%. And then I also think there's some people who need to do something they love for what they work like how they work. But if it is for like some people just can do their career and as long as it's not too bad, they just come home and their oh, life yeah. is everything else. I am
1: not one of those people. I'm not either.
0: Um Chris is more like that. Chris is more like I can pay the bills and do that and I don't hate it but I don't love it. But, I think my
1: brother whatever my dad is that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I just think it I used to think, no, everybody has that and it's like, well maybe not. Maybe like everybody's happiness <laughs> is not, you know, it comes from different things. Yeah. But yeah, something I've noticed about Cyclebar is Y'all are very close. Like, everybody yeah. there seems like very close, and it doesn't seem like I've seen, like, I've been to gyms and places where there's like, they're, they're nice, they're whatever, but y'all are a lot more authentic in the way that y'all are, and y'all seem actually to like each other versus we, like, you know, we who pretend to.
1: fiercely love each yeah, other. Yeah. Um, And it's.
0: It makes a huge difference. It does, yeah, it really energy.
1: does. And when we, even now with opening. uh second location and all that when we are looking at like bringing on new talent and bringing on new instructors into that it's not just can you do what we get up there and do it's are you gonna fit into the family a little bit um
0: yeah and and be able to like work with other people you know
1: absolutely and Haley Arthur our owner she just creates this she's just one of those people Mm -hmm. that she creates this space of just anybody is welcome mm-hmm. and everyone is welcome right. and it, it just without her i don't think our team would be as close yeah. as we are
0: yeah well uh, they say it's in the management and the owners and the you know the head of like what that energy is is like coming down yeah. and through everyone well, and
1: she and alex started from the from day one together mm-hmm. obviously i came on later yeah but it, it wouldn't be the way that it is now if they had not right. started it the way that they right. did it and in, truly invested themselves the way yeah. that they have. Yeah,
0: and I think there's such a difference in, like, I used to think, oh, well, I like this workout or I like that workout. And there's, to an extent, that's true. There's certain workouts I like and certain ones I don't. But the people and the energy of the place is oh. way bigger deal to me. I can go somewhere where, like, everybody's not like that and all that, but it's just, like, I'm going, I'm leaving, and it's just, like... You're going through the motions. You know what I mean? Like, and then there's, like, people that you connect with and that you become familiar with and all of that Absolutely. Um, And so, and I think people recognize... That y'all, like, y'all really make an effort to remember people, to, like, talk to people and things. And, I, I mean, I go in places all the time where they're not like that. Or they see me and I'm like, there's no way they, like, remember that I was ever here before. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. that kind of stuff. Y'all are not at all like that. Um, and so, I thought that was very cool that y'all I think that, I mean, yes, cycle bar is, the actual workout is something that I really enjoy but I think you are the difference makers as far as
1: we strive know, like, we yeah. strive to be because
0: it could be like I said it could be you could go to another one and, and I'm sure it's great but it just depends on the people as far as like if' I think at least most people if they're coming back it absolutely has to it on the
1: people there's nothing more upsetting to me than when I hear that someone had a poor experience it, yeah it's and it, it's not a, if they didn't love the workout like mm-hmm. that's fine it's right. not for everybody right. and I totally get that right. um th- Yo, I don't like yoga, right. so I don't go to you know. Right. It's just, but when someone I hear that someone had an actual mm-hmm. like poor experience from like a customer service mm-hmm.
0: yeah. point of view, yeah.
1: that's that that makes me sad because yeah. that is something that we do strive to be just a notch ahead of right. everything else. Yeah. Cause it does make a difference. Yeah. And, and people... you don't want to feel,
0: that's a difference too. Like when I came in, like, or someone, you don't want to feel, you already feel if you're new, like lost or that you don't necessarily know what you're doing.
1: Absolutely lost.
0: Yeah. And so you kind of are like looking like, did you? you know, is there somebody that can help me or whatever? And you all are very, yeah. Like you are great at the customer service aspect of it for sure. And me and Chris have talked about this, like people in fitness in this kind of thing, Every, I think a lot of people can do it. And then there's people who are whatever, whether you want to say called or it's just more meant for them. You're one of those people where I think it just like clicks like it's more than just that. Yeah. You know, I know people like that. There's people who do it and they go through the motions and they're fine. And then there's people where you can just tell like it's in their blood or whatever. You know what I mean? You're very good at that, and y'all in general, all of y'all there at Cycle Bar um, are good at that. Cycle Bar Midtown's opening. Is it going to be the same size as Germantown? Like
1: so, number of bikes will be the same. Uh, Forty-nine bikes, mm-hmm. fifty with the instructor. Mm-hmm. The main difference is the community room, Mm -hmm. so where the lockers and the benches and the water and all that is uh, is a bit bigger. Mm -hmm. And then we'll have locker room style bathrooms Mm -hmm. instead of just single bathrooms and a shower. Mm -hmm. Uh, There will be a men's and a women's that will have the shower and... Stalls and a little area to get ready with a mirror and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So
0: okay, that's cool. And then are you are you going to say manager? At... So
1: I will be the GM for both locations. Okay, cool. Yeah. Are you excited about that? I'm excited to take on the challenge. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll ask me in a few months how yeah. it's going. Well,
0: I mean, and I knew. So since you didn't come on, like this is your first time being involved from the like like the location yes. actually being built. Yes, and, all and it's that. been cool. Yeah, I was gonna say like when I when I worked at Frost. Across the street over there, um, like I was part of that when they like opened or whatever, because I used to have a bakery in West Memphis, and so they were like, "Hey, you sort of already know some of this stuff. Do you want to manage it or whatever?" And that's how I was like, I was excited about like seeing all the process. There's something about, and this is probably something Haley does a good job. like making people feel like part of something like it's not just hers you know what I mean like my thing it's something oh my gosh
1: she does such a great job yeah and
0: that's how you get a team to work with you to support you is like hey it's not just about me it's about all of us like we all benefit it's all you know what I mean absolutely and and y'all don't seem to be overly I see in trainers a lot of like overly competitive and what I mean like Like y'all don't seem to try to like steal people from one class to the other, or like do any of that kind of like.
1: So I, when I first came on, Mm -hmm. there was a little bit of that. Yeah. Um and Alex and Haley nipped that. Yeah, I was gonna say really fast because it would be Uh, easy for
0: that kind of thing to
1: happen. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, we really, really, and that's something that we strive to do is to make sure that. Everyone who comes into cycle bar, we always want them to feel like, one, we want you to be there because you want to be there. We don't want you to ever feel like you were bullied or like maneuvered into being there. But also no single rider belongs to any instructor. Now you may have riders that only ride with that instructor and that is up to them, but it's not because that instructor said, well, why aren't you coming to my class? Yeah that's the kind of thing yeah, that we're it's like not,
0: it's not always it's not exactly the same as if you go to a different hairstylist and then you yeah
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> you're
0: like uh right no um yeah but i've just noticed like i've noticed the things y'all don't do which sounds weird but you yeah. know i'm one of those you people are very
1: that, observant I'm,
0: I'm overly observant like i get it from my dad but I, I noticed those things, like I may not notice the most obvious thing ever, but then I'll notice this like really small thing. And so I appreciate no, I'm really,
1: No, I'm really impressed well, with what you have talked about.
0: Well, I, I, I just appreciate those things and as somebody who I've had anxiety like my entire life. And so I told Chris one of the first times I took your class, I was like... I don't know if Peterson ever had anxiety like as a kid or whatever. I was like, but he says something that my mom used to say all the time. He goes, you're okay. I was like, (laughs) you're okay. I was like, the way he says it is the exact same way that like somebody, when they have anxiety, is like you hear someone going, you're okay. Or you're telling yourself, you're okay. You're okay.
1: I'm one of those people that I try and overly... I like to put logic in everything Mm -hmm. which sometimes is to a really bad fault and so like when I say things like you're okay it's Mm -hmm. like no you're okay like just it's gonna be fine we're good like and it's it's just one of those things of like come back down yeah we're we're all here you're breathing hard great right breathe
0: yeah you're you're good at that and you're good at keeping people from being maybe too in their head or too you know like you're like y'all all and it's funny because I, I feel like every instructor that is there y'all all have different qualities that are like very cool aspects that make us it, you know what I mean yeah, yeah. That, and I think that's cool and I think that makes it not like she didn't hire everybody that's the same yes
1: know? and that is also very strategic yeah, yeah.
0: And, I, and I almost think probably that's why y'all also get along it's like well you're not pretty much none of y'all are exactly alike mm-hmm. sometimes when you're too alike with somebody you clash like I mean so I can butt heads with somebody who's also headstrong too. Oh yeah. It's like. Absolutely. Me and Chris can both butt heads with each other because we're both. <laughs> well, there. you're
1: married. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. We've been
0: married forever. So we actually don't fight near as much as like people who are in like newer, younger relationships. I'm always like, it'll, you'll figure it out. You'll, you'll start learning the things that annoy them and you can either choose to ch- do those <laughs> things or not do those things. But I also want to know what is your favorite part of like psycho bar? Like what aspect? Because you do like a ton of different things. Uh, Or what is the thing where you feel the most like energy like that gives you energy, you know, because certain things like take energy certain things feel like when you're like adrenaline, is that going to be the class like teaching a class and
1: you You know, I, I've never loved anything more than, than teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the short answer. Yeah. But the bigger picture answer, honestly, it's just so great to work somewhere that you get to see. So many people from so many different backgrounds mm-hmm. and shapes and sizes and whatever it is that their backgrounds mm-hmm. are, and just seeing them come together in one space, maybe with completely different goals, mm-hmm. but they're they're excited to be there. Yeah. And it's it's that to me is what Cycle Bar is and right. getting to see that community of all these people who probably would not have been friends or hang out. Mm-hmm outside of that space mm-hmm. and see them actually like become friends because right. they always ride on Wednesday at 4:45 right. or what whatever time it mm-hmm. is that they're coming to yeah. um that that
0: So you like the community aspect like the kind of family type of I love the community aspect
1: yeah. Yeah. and I I will never love anything more than teaching class and mm-hmm. the adrenaline rush that you get from yeah. especially specific pieces of mm-hmm. that but the community aspect to me, I think, is my yeah. favorite part. Yeah,
0: yeah, because I think that I think you're one of those people. I would guess that like you could teach, but if if every other thing in that environment was like not great, you probably would be like, I can't stay here alone. Probably. You know? I mean, yeah. that's how I would be. Like somewhere, like I. They always say like, well, you have to work with people that you don't like, and it's like, okay, well, there's certain things that people can get on your nerves or a little uh-huh. annoying, but like, I can't work with people that are like I hate. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, it is not. I've had bosses and like, like, oh yes. It's just like, yes. uh, and I I was always like the one thing I was always proud of when I owned my own business is like, look, I, I don't know that I always knew how to make money, but I was a decent boss. <laughs> I was like, because I think when you have been in both positions, when you're in somewhere where you're leadership and when you've been under some right. you know, like, this is the thing I don't want to do. Or there's certain things that I thought I didn't want to do that I ended up having to do because it's like you want to be the cool boss or whatever and sometimes you have to like lay down the law and be like no this isn't gonna work or whatever and that can be extremely you
1: You know know, i don't strive to be the cool boss my big thing is i never want anyone to feel micromanaged i I, hate that that, there's nothing worse to Mm -hmm. me there's just nothing worse in this world to me yeah because
0: it feels like that means you don't trust exactly
1: exactly and so that that feeling of trust um especially with our cvx team that's who works the Mm -hmm. desk and cleans everything and they i mean cycle bar would not function without them and they i really really try to say you've got this Mm -hmm. go do that i'm here for you Mm -hmm. i i trust you to do it but i want to let you do it i don't ever i would hate if one of them ever came to me and said, I need you to quit breathing on my neck, like, <laughs> right Right, right, now, right, Um, That is the big thing that I, like, strive not to do. Uh, whether they think I'm cool or not, I... <laughs> well, I'm
0: sure they do, but, you know, I, I like, I... Yeah. I hope they do, but
1: <laughs> I I would be A-okay if yeah. they they don't think I'm yeah. cool. that is fine. Well, I've
0: gotten I've gotten better at that kind of role at like needing to be like that, but I used to have to be like I didn't want to communicate. I just wanted somebody because I always felt like I try to figure out what for better or worse what someone wants from yeah. me, and so it's like okay, if I'm doing that thing, I used to get mad at employees or whatever because it's like they know they have to know. Why can't they just do that? Then I don't have oh, to go yeah. over there and say you you know. So that's where that's
1: when my patience grows thin. Yeah, it's when it's something that is like. Okay. Yeah. We've been over this. Right. Maybe twice.
0: Right. And I, you know, you get mad, or I get mad because I don't like being confrontational or oh, being like, i hate, like, like hate. gonna do it. And so then I get more mad because I'm like, Cause I'm I might not I have to guy. have this
1: conversation. Right, and I right. don't want to have this yeah. conversation. Yeah.
0: And I'm like, oh my god, I sound like my dad sometimes <laughs> in those situations because he did not like being like the disciplinarian, but sometimes he would have to be like, you know, give us a lecture or something. And the entire time you could tell he's just like hating like he would he was like his joke would like he would get onto you and then be like but I love you and so the thing was it's like the balance was like it's like he'd be like I love you I love you but and then say that the is same mean. or whatever that literally and my is dad he to call it the compliment sandwich where he's like you compliment then you give the critique then you give the compliment yep. and then boom they're they're more able to k- take the critique you know in the middle because you've complimented uh-huh. it like sincerely on both sides I've had to do things that I thought, well, they'll just figure that out Uh or whatever. And then you get mad if people try to take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. Like I used to have total take advantage of the fact when I was manager and a boss of being laid back of being because what would happen is the things that I struggled with, I tend to let go, like be more like, okay, well, I understand because I used Mm -hmm. to have that problem or I used to do this thing, you know. Um, and so for instance, when I had to have people be on time and I'm not somebody who's good at being on time, like anything where I felt like they could point back at me and say, it was always the hard thing for me to say anything about. But, um, I think a lot of that you just learn as you do it, you know, or you think, oh, they got that, they got that hint. And then you're like, oh no, they didn't. Uh They clearly didn't know that, you know, I was being serious or whatever. Absolutely. As far as the setup of your workout, like how... How much planning do you put into your music and all. for people who don't know i mean yeah. i can explain this again at the beginning when i do the intro but with cycle bar there is like a like a playlist that happens during it it's usually a 45 minutes sometimes longer Sixty. Yeah. i think i don't know if you did the 75 no. minute one that i was out of town for. yeah i can't remember if i've done a 75 minute i've done a 60 with like diversifit and stuff for sure but um but yeah they have a playlist um and it goes through that and how many songs is it like 12 songs S- somewhere Ish. around 12 yeah Tell me if I'm wrong. Every instructor kind of is in charge of their own playlist, correct?
1: Yes. So what... Without revealing too much of mm-hmm. it, because it would ruin yeah. the magic of it. right? Basically, we have a skeleton, mm-hmm. and then we get to fill in the skeleton right, right. That's what with I kind with. of whatever we...
0: And it's all based on, like, RPMs. Like, all of it's like, to the rhythm, right. to the
1: beat. So uh, RPMs, the BPM mm-hmm. of, of a song mm-hmm. is, like, how fast she'll be moving. You know in terms of how long it takes, it just depends mm-hmm. because and Alex would be someone who could who would also agree with I think mm-hmm. everyone would but I know Alex and I feel the same about this Your playlist you if you make it the day before mm-hmm. and now if you're teaching at 5:30 in the morning you're definitely making it the day before right. but if you make it the day before
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the next day, you're probably going to change it. Right, right. Because it's not yeah. how you're feeling emotions, that day. It's
0: based on your emotions. It's,
1: and if you're going to bring everything you want to bring into that class, mm-hmm. especially if you uh, if you have a lot to say that day, mm-hmm. or if you don't have a lot to say that day, all of that is going to be reflected mm-hmm. in the music because the music is the foundation yeah. of your class. It's going to drive you. It's going to fuel you. Right. And ultimately, the best piece of advice when I first started teaching that I was given was don't play something if if it's not fueling you. If it doesn't drive you. If it doesn't inspire
0: you. Because
1: you, in turn, at the end of the day, I'm not in that room for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm in that room for the other 49 people that are in that room. Right. And so i in order to give them everything i've got to be driven yeah. to well people that. know
0: people it doesn't matter if you i think you could be on the bike and be like i'm totally feeling this people will still pick up energy if oh you're yeah like, you know oh a million percent um, and
1: early when i was an early instructor i for a little while started playing what i thought that everybody yeah. wanted to Dance hear service. you know <laughs> yeah. just like what do you want to hear? And what do you want to hear? Right. Oh, I don't really like that, but I'll play it for yeah. you. you know? Will you come
0: if I play this? It maybe? got to the, yeah.
1: to the point when I let that piece of it go.
0: Looking more for approval. Like Yes. Yeah. Now,
1: per, I'm a big fan of playing things that music of the masses, mm-hmm. things that people know. They don't have right. to know every song. Right. They don't have to know every other song. Right. But there is always at least one Familiar. song that everyone in the room mm-hmm. can say. I know... I know this song. Right, right. I've at least heard this song. Right. So, you know, some days it can take thirty minutes mm-hmm. to make a playlist. Some yeah. days it can take like oh, it can take a minute. Right, right. Um, because you have to look at okay, you don't want any of the piece of the workout to feel the same, mm-hmm. obviously, because that would be boring. Right. No one wants to come in and just do the same right. thing for forty-five minutes. Yeah, and so I so, will
0: say this uh, like um in the classes y'all do certain songs are going to be like slower with like heavier um, resistance and then some are faster. Um, And so that also comes into play like – absolutely um, giving that
1: variety to your right. ride
0: and I don't know if I just think this or if it's in my head but I feel like certain instructors like okay they seem to go heavier on resistance and in certain ones I don't know if I just think that you know
1: no and that's not necessarily right or wrong I thought
0: the class um, I did with Landon seemed yes. like he went heavier on resistance and not as much on like how fast quick yeah 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 and yeah. I don't know if that was just in my head thinking
1: that. Well, anything. honestly, and that's the beauty of us all being a little different, mm-hmm. is we all kind of like different things. Right. Uh, yeah. Hannah, actually, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say this now, mm-hmm. but she would laugh about, we laughed about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, when I first started teaching, I would take her class and every time we'd walk out, and she, I'd say... Oh, you were so heavy today. We did. <laughs> we were so heavy, yeah. and um, it's. I wouldn't say that about right. her now. Yeah. Uh, but I I used to say that to yeah. her a lot.
0: Yeah, and I guess you just learn as you do it to like your style. What and you your, like,
1: you know. All yeah, that. how you want to fill in your yeah. skeleton.
0: Um. And then how? What is? What is something that is not easy for you to? like you don't have to like it's not like something you have to bitch about but it's like is there anything that you're like okay i do this but it's not natural like it's not something that comes easy for me hmm i mean it's good good (sighs) if there's not you know
1: if there's like a technology issue or something that i can't Mm -hmm. technology i'm pretty good with Mm -hmm. but we're so reliant on it yeah and there are so many different pieces of it so from the mic pack of the instructor to the mic to the connection to the wireless sensor to spotify not pulling up on the ipad i mean to uh let's say you didn't get your stats email that day but your husband did right that was that that your account was that the bike not sinking to the there are just so many different pieces of technology that is the part that if i could yeah. Say somebody else take care of this. I would. Yeah. Um but only because I can't always solve it. Right. I I don't like
0: things you can't solve.
1: things that I can't figure out. Me and <laughs> so then in turn it becomes more of a eye roll situation mm-hmm. rather than a I'm going to get that done. Right. You know yeah, I could see that.
0: Well um and and you said that you use a lot of like logic and all of that kind of stuff so are you Would you say that you're more the person you come from more of an emotional or is it always going to be like logical? Like,
1: you know, I think it just depends on the day. I think there are days where I can be like extremely raw Mm -hmm. and just real and Mm -hmm. there's so much emotion. Right. And then other days it's just like, let's just have some fun. Right. Like let's put on some hype music and not be, you know, not be so serious and just like go to town. Yeah.
0: What is your favorite songs to play when you play you know, oh, us, like
1: what is my favorite songs or
0: song I mean I, I feel like song here's the thing on every time that I have someone on usually we talk about music I usually ask for at least one song that will get them in a good mood like no matter for the most part no matter what it is like, yeah okay if I really need to like dig out of a funk, this song comes on i don't yeah. think you have a song like
1: that you know when i first started teaching and i haven't played it in a really long time but it still is one of my favorite favorites um it's super super not uh popular
0: yeah that thing
1: but uh it's the chain smokers remix mm-hmm. of uh pump and blood okay. by no no no
0: yeah
1: and it it's just it's really good and it's just all about just life and mm-hmm. how you know it's your it's yours yeah and uh it's your heart i don't know that yeah. just it puts me in a good mood every time i hear it right and it gets me excited there's yeah. this really dramatic part in the middle of it where the p pia- where this piano is yeah. like really just going and uh i'm really really i don't know that yeah, would I like be songs that feel like that oh added, yeah like... Yeah, this one I'm builds, some emotional music. it builds and it gives you that kind of raw moment mm-hmm. and then it kind of goes back into right. the bit of the remix there right. and it, it's just, it's really great. Yeah. And it makes me happy every time I hear it, but right. it also gives you that piece of emotion. Yeah.
0: yeah. Have you, like, has music been a thing for you? Like, like, are you doing really Ever since
1: it? I, okay. So yes, ever since I was little, music mm-hmm. has been something. So uh, yeah. And
0: see, that's the thing is like, sometimes I think it's like, you may have not. Like woke up like oh spin instructor doing this but it's like you start putting it there like oh, oh I liked yeah. music oh, oh I liked yeah. doing this I liked this aspect and you just didn't think something existed necessarily. Oh you'll
1: you'll appreciate this my yeah. first CD mm-hmm. that I ever bought. Yeah, baby, one more time. Really,
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. You know I have oh, yeah. the. Um, the, I don't know the CD single like I think I oh, stole really? it from one of my friends but it was like it's like I have it still somewhere and it's like got the sleeve it's oh, like yeah. the and it's it was Baby One More Time and the other song on it was like summer something and it's like the first thing uh uh-huh. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm pretty sure people listen to the podcast already know I like Britney, but if they don't, yeah, I'm a big Britney fan. But so your first CD was Baby One More Time, that's uh-huh. awesome, and
1: and uh, Millennium by yeah. Backstreet Boys. Yes, yes, those, those, those two, two CDs. Yeah. I probably still to this day did you have just not see Boys? listened. No, wow, I didn't, and it so fun. many people did. Yeah, It was
0: fun, it was fun.
1: Regret, yeah. I have regret.
0: It was fun. I was just like, because the funny thing is, like pop music and stuff, I used to. It, it especially during its era, uh, like the Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys, and all that. I liked pop music, yeah. but like it was not. Pretty much no one else that I was friends with liked, liked
1: pop music. music,
0: you know. And I was it's like, oh, well, I have to be cool. I can't like. I mean, and I do like things that are not mainstream, but I literally like anything that was mainstream like if it went on the radio it's like oh she's not gonna look like and now I'm like the opposite and I think honestly once I got a little bit older I was like you know sometimes I need music to lift me up like not just like this dark like Absolutely. Emo, you know, like I wasn't. An Ooh, and music kind of, is
1: my like, mood. Yeah. Like if I listen to the same song over and mm-hmm. over again, and it's a little gloomy. Yeah. I'm gonna be gloomy. Right. Right. 100%. Oh yeah. Or
0: and especially I don't do it as much now because I don't try to get in that zone. But in high school and stuff, it's like I may want to be upset. And I literally put oh, on the song gosh. and it's yeah, <laughs> you know, like some really depressing songs. Sometimes I'll hear it now. I'm like, my god. Absolutely. A
1: hundred percent. Like
0: why was I in my room just like crying, listening to the, like most sad. Of shit, you know, ever. Did do you
1: ever go through a kid cutty phase?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Chris definitely Pursuit did too. Of the Happiness, yes. That
1: album, oh my gosh. Yes. I, that album. Yes. I listened to that album. Oh, a yeah. Lot. Heart
0: of the Lion. I love that song. Who did you like growing up? Like, like high school, junior high? Who were your like bands or artists? That's I mean, I know you like Taylor Swift now. Have you always oh. liked Taylor Swift?
1: I became a Swifty. Senior year of high school, mm-hmm. so it was a little bit late to yeah. the game. Second album. Yeah, I've only album recently
0: started hear. liking listening or liking most of her music. But funny thing is, almost every I like is the songs none of her fans like.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. Do you like, like all the stuff on the radio?
0: Mm, not all of it. No, okay. and I didn't. When she started, she was like country or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I wasn't. So that is the
1: album, the first album, Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. That one is the one I I don't really ever go visit yeah. that album. I don't
0: wouldn't know. I mean, I've heard. You know, is that the one that has the Romeo and Juliet song? That's on it? the second album. Okay. See, I not that that's the first.
1: That's one. when she started to kind of get into pop, and yeah. it was country pop. Right, right,
0: right. Those were the first ones I heard on like the radio and all of that, Um and then. She really went more into pop, and that's probably why I started like Oh
1: 1989. Music. Yeah. When she came out with that, I was like, this, I've yeah. been waiting right. for this. Right. Um yeah. that album. I I could listen to that yeah. album all the time. So and Pop uh, music.
0: Yeah, that's pop neat. music was it. So did you were you into any of the like emo or you know Dashboard like Confessional? Professional?
1: Did you oh, yes. And <laughs> uh, uh, red jumpsuit. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh a like little L. L. bit boy, of Panic good fall boy painting at disco, yeah. Pop, punk kind of um, pop. Really, who else? Good Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved yeah. Good Charlotte. Oh, yeah,
0: I think Chris had their first CD or something because uh, Chris was punk rock when we were in high school. Or I early. can see that. Did you like party a lot in college you just said you're (laughs) i didn't know like if you were the serious college student or if you were the like or i mean you know
1: my first two years of college uh i
0: because it sounds like you were a pretty disciplined kid if you were doing swimming and stuff so i didn't know like once you got out on your own if you were
1: so uh, high school i made fine grades they were i didn't do what i could have done but Mm -hmm. i i got by right uh college my first year I kind of did that same mm-hmm. thing and then sophomore year I started to kind of be like all right like it's let's get this together mm-hmm. but I didn't I got a work hard play hard mentality mm-hmm. yeah. in college of like yeah I'm gonna go out on Tuesday yeah. and yeah I'm still gonna be at my 8 a.m on Wednesday right. and that's what we're gonna do
0: right
1: and uh my grades junior year and senior year of college it was i had clearly figured out what i wish i had figured out in high school of like oh you can make all a's Mm -hmm. if you just apply yourself in you know what do what you're supposed to be doing
0: yeah and so are you a disciplined person now would you call yourself a disciplined person one thing i always talk about on the podcast is i feel like I feel like you have to be, at least to have like a like a fulfilled life, you need to be disciplined and passionate, right? But I feel like everybody's got one they're stronger in, either discipline or passion, which passion would be like the energy and the excitement, and I want to do this, and like yes, 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 and then the discipline is the actually like day-to-day, like not, which one do you think is more you? Passion. Passion, yeah, so that's me too, um, and the thing is, is like what I think you've figured out is like you've got discipline with cycle bar with the way you have your schedule and all that, it's kind of, you you can't not be disciplined. I mean, Absolutely. I, cycle bar is not a place, I don't, it doesn't seem like, where you could just roll in, if you didn't pick your mute, you didn't have your Oh my list. goodness, no. I'm a, I've taken classes, and I'm like, they don't, they're not, like, I can tell the difference, you know, uh-huh. like, they weren't ready, like, you can bullshit to me that you're gonna let me do this, and you're gonna do this, I immediately know you weren't ready for that shit, but you know why? Because I know what it's like when I'm not ready yeah. for shit, and so it's like, I always like Chris's dad. He always well, and they, like, they Don't bullshit a bullshitter. Yes. That's, like, that's yes. like, I'm like, Look, I know how to BS. And so if you're, I like, <laughs> I mean, I'm way better than I used to be at being on time and things, not. I mean, even it's bad now, but it used to be like.
1: Oh, really, well, it was. I was pulling like, in your driveway earlier, you, and I was yes. like, "Ah, oh, I'm early." No, I no. remember her telling me I she's not Chris, an early person. Chris called, and he was like, "Hey, where do you know?" I was like,
0: "I'm waiting for Peterson." He was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that was today." I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "I'm trying to be ready early." I was like, "I have a feeling because he told me that he's usually <laughs> earlier, you know, for somewhere, so I want to be on time." But uh the discipline um is the thing that I figured out is the hardest.
1: It's the hardest like, part. I mean, But once you find your groove with it. Yeah, once you, and something that you
0: like that's not boring, that's not like, like you're, I think the reason for a long time I avoided routine of any sort was because to me, routine meant boring. Boring. Routine meant like, it meant meant there was
1: no spice. Right, right. There was no spicy something in your life.
0: Right, right. And I'm one of those people. I like spicy. Yeah, like I like that. I I like parties. I like events. I like doing things. But then what happens is like, I beat myself up, right? If I don't do the things that I, the discipline thing, the things. So then I don't reward myself with the good thing. And so there enters like anxiety, depression, whatever, because (laughs) you're not doing the things that make you feel good. So it's like, like for instance, we were talking about in September. I did Psychobar, Bar. I think it was like twenty six.
1: Yeah, a lot of times. times
0: or whatever. Which the funny thing is, it was shocking. I think to people that work there because I just all of a sudden started like coming a lot. But like Chris and people like that I was like, oh, here we go because. Like when Iron Tribe did a thirty day thing, like I was like I'm winning the whole thing, mm-hmm. and I I won the whole thing, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh you lost twenty pounds in two months, or three months. I'm like, dude, if it's a competition, it was like, worth then, it. Yeah, I did it, like a you know, I
1: like to win, right,
0: right, things like that. Like, but when I get in a routine like that. I do better and it's like I've just learned like oh okay as long as the routine is something I enjoy and is not like for the longest time routine just meant like shit I didn't want to do like and then if you have to only do shit you don't want to do and you never get to do anything you want to do.
1: Oh a million percent. Yeah
0: it's like miserable. Are you wanting to be in a relationship? Are you just like cool being single right now?
1: Uh, You know...
0: You know, I, if you say you're cool being single, you won't be, because that's the curse. Like, that's the yeah, thing. Every is, friend I has is like, I don't want to, they'll get married like a year after they just made a statement, like, I'm totally fine being single. You
1: know, it's, do I wish someone was there? Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: But just not, you don't want just anybody. And No. Yeah.
1: No. If there's something that I've learned, mm-hmm. if it's not a hell yes, mm-hmm. like, in the first yeah. Bit of meeting them, right. it's a no, right? Because it's never gonna
0: you know you you just
1: know yeah, and it's one of those or things, you do
0: you personally. Some people say it take they'll take longer to yeah, like yeah, but you know. feel like you know.
1: I just feel like if there's not that that piece of like wow, I'm, I feel connected mm-hmm. to you, or I feel intrigued by mm-hmm. you, yeah. or whatever it is that brings two people together. Yeah. I feel like there are so many different ways that can happen, but if there's not that thing right. that spark then it it's just it's it is what it is right and that's okay yeah um back to answering your question do i wish someone was there yes am i gonna try and force that mm-hmm. no
0: yeah do I, it's please? not like your main goal right
1: now <sighs> no yeah. no um or not see. one of your main
0: focuses that is
1: sagabar midtown is my yeah. main focus <laughs> that's right, what right now gonna say. um like you're working but my them. You know, at this point in my life, right now, Mm -hmm. I can say I've never been happier in what I do every day and the people that I'm surrounded by. And that's honestly
0: a better time to meet somebody. And
1: you know, if someone comes into into my life and fits Mm -hmm. into that picture and I fit into theirs, Mm -hmm. then great. Right, yeah. And that's awesome. But until then, you know... I take this time to get to know myself. Right. And to get to figure out, you know, you learn so much about yourself when you really think about these mm-hmm. things and like, what do I actually want my life to look mm-hmm. like? And, you know, do I want to meet someone? Yes. Do I want to have a family one day? Yes. Mm-hmm but i'm not going to kill myself to try and make that happen
0: right or make something fit that doesn't that doesn't like, actually
1: yeah. need to work
0: right right yeah yeah and i and i think um it as much as i've been married as long as i have it's funny because it's still true that i think so much a lot of me and chris's relationship would have been easier had we not been married and known to work through things on our own first yeah because it's like you think it's the other person Shoot. right you're like at why are you doing this all the time and then eventually i
1: didn't know anything yeah. about myself at 19 yeah
0: no and i yeah and i and i'm in a relationship like not knowing shit about myself uh-huh. and so i'm like and we both don't know and we're both from like religious like he's from heavy religious, like Pentecostal yeah. religious um and i was from baptist and eventually his family came to our church and that's like how we met them or how i met them But, um, yeah, I think learning, like, I'm not, I mean, I'm not remotely the same person that I was at, like, 18, 19.
1: You got to grow together.
0: And it's just like, and we, and you know what it is also growing together, but also both learning like to be willing to you're different here and I'm different here and it's okay. And we're, that we're okay. Different. Yeah. Versus I know some couples where I love you
1: enough to support you in right. your growth.
0: Right. And then there's some people who it's like they have everything has to be exactly the same and it's uh-huh. like that's gonna end at some point. Like y'all maybe start out where we love all the same things. Oh, we do yeah, all the same yeah, things yeah. at some point. Somebody's lying in there at some point and usually are you somebody who more, if you're not careful, you disappear into the relationship? Or are you the opposite? Like...
1: Like a chameleon? Yeah, you mean? know,
0: like, people who, they get, like, a boyfriend or girlfriend, and suddenly they like all that stuff, and yeah. they do that, because uh, it's, like...
1: I have so many friends like that. Yeah. You know...
0: <sighs> or do you think another person more just does that? A couple years life?
1: ago, I would have said that. Yeah. Now, I think that I have enough respect for myself to mm-hmm. be able to say, you know what, that's great that you love that. Right. But, that's but that I means- don't.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's um something that makes a difference too, is like knowing it's okay if we don't like the same things, we don't, you know, but okay. So I did laugh. And again, I think I can bring this up because you brought it up in psycho work you don't have to tell the whole story, but I did think it was funny when you said something the other day about somebody was getting married and you were like, we both went on dates and we both said oh they were well. And then she's marrying that guy. Yeah. And di- I think you said so, you didn't see the other person. Oh my there. gosh.
1: Yeah. So my like very best friend in the world, Claire, mm-hmm. um, she's getting married on, uh, November 9th. Mm-hmm. Don't get mad at me if I got that day wrong. <laughs> uh, and so she and I I was living in Lexington at mm-hmm. the time and uh, I, I remember the day before I called her and I was like I'm going on a date tomorrow mm-hmm. with this guy I met him on Tinder mm-hmm. one of those stupid apps yes. and she was like oh my gosh I'm going on a date tomorrow with this guy I met on Bump, one, yes. one of those apps right. and uh, we were you know talking about it and then the next day after the date I texted her and I was like, okay, I'm um, call me when you're done. And she, I guess she was done. Cause mm-hmm. she immediately called me and I was driving back to my apartment in Lexington. And, uh, she was like, i really, I'm really like this guy. He's from Germany. And mm-hmm. he just like everything. He just seems really cool. And I really like him and we're hanging out. I think they literally hung out the next day. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, oh, I really, my date, I don't even remember what his name was, (laughs) but it was just one of those things of like, oh, I thought it went so well, and blah, blah, blah. And then I think that it just fizzled out or whatever, in whatever way that that was. But I love that story because it's so funny. I
0: I thought it was really funny when you said it or whatever. And, uh, the thing. I love to
1: talk about things like that though.
0: It's funny. I mean, a lot of those things can, I mean, most things that are don't even go well or things, I, you can make them into good stories. You know what I mean? It
1: humanizes yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, in a way. Yeah. Something about cycle bar that I hear the most is I'm, I'm intimidated mm-hmm. to come in there. I'm intimidated by you. I'm yes. intimidated by the people that work there. Mm-hmm. And so things like being able to just like talk about, yeah. like tell a quick story and then be like, all right, push, go faster, right, right. let's go. Right. It, it almost makes it, easier in a way yeah, to yeah. connect with people oh
0: for sure yeah and I mean because it even even when you're laughing about something or joking any kind of vulnerability is like how people feel absolutely and all of that stuff is despite how sometimes I don't like to be that way you oh, know nobody but, yeah. right like but it, it's the thing that makes the difference it's what people like I said they recognize it and I think I, I think maybe I can see things and be like, that's why I do this, and I like this about it, and I like this about it. And other people may not be able to articulate that's what it is, but if they don't like it, they may not even know either. They just won't come back. And yeah. so it's like, you have to be able to connect. You have to be able to keep those yeah. people there. You have to um, be able to do that. But yeah, I, I was curious about the relationship thing because it made, me, it made me laugh. I don't even know if I'll put this part of the podcast, but I was laughing so much. The night I like, you were at some wedding or something for a wedding because I was like, the other day I almost sent you something that said I'm going to call you Mr. Wedding because every single weekend you're at a wedding. I'm at a wedding. Like,
1: to the every point of like
0: when we first started following each other, I was like, is he like a part-time <laughs> wedding planner? It's like he's always... You know, at this point,
1: point like, maybe. He could
0: probably be
1: one. Next career move. Yeah,
0: Um. and Laura, we went to the 36 concert Oh my Saturday, gosh, she was she, so excited she, to go. Yeah, she was there and I can't remember as something came up about... And I was like, is Peterson at a wedding or something? She's like, he's always at a wedding. He's always at a wedding. I was like, oh, I know, I know.
1: But um, she teases me. Yeah. She tells me I need less friends. Yeah. She goes, I
0: would not. She goes, I would not go to all those weddings. Yeah, She's yeah. like, he's nicer than me. And I go, well, hopefully when he gets married, all those people come. She goes, they better come. He already. She like started going. On. I was like, yeah, I'm sure they will. I was like, but my favorite thing was you said, and like, it was just in passing. And I was like, it's the best. Peterson quote ever and it's nothing you would ever say in cycle bar but you just go, I'm tired of celebrating other people.
1: Oh my god. That was the
0: funniest thing. I was like, I need a t shirt that just says that I'm tired of celebrating. So <laughs> like, that, that is, is
1: so, so accurate that is so accurate. You were
0: like, I'm tired of celebrating other people's like hey the that's past, honest So the past right. two years. Yeah, just 2018. everybody else is, Shit. Well, no.
1: Twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, mm. I have been collectively invited to thirty two weddings.
0: You're Mr. Wedding, and
1: I have attended twenty seven of them.
0: See, and you're you're a good friend to show up. Most people bullshit about why they can't come to weddings.
1: Ah, uh, well. I mean, I know, like
0: most. I like weddings.
1: But, I love weddings. Yeah. I I hate most, it, most weddings. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's always that wedding. Right. It's like, right, terrible. Well, right here's your gift right right Glad to see you yeah let's happy marriage i hope your marriage is not a reflection of what's <laughs> right, happening here right i gotta this go this a disaster
0: <laughs> right yeah yeah no i used to be in wedding cakes so i was always seeing the like behind oh, yeah. the scenes like stuff like crazy and
1: shit. All the, the, t- the before the
0: first wedding right. cake i did they're already divorced Oh, it's cool. like I mean it was several years ago now. I think it was like 2011 ish. But at, you know the wedding planner with uh, Jennifer Lopez, that old the like a romantic, her and Matthew McConaughey or whatever. Mm, there's a whole thing. Yes. She's like, if you choose this song, you're divorced. You're and divorced. I was like, that's how I ended up being about certain things.
1: That's like, the really funny. The bride
0: was snappy to the mother I love of that movie. To, I have not you know.
1: seen that movie. In oh, when there. I was
0: when I I think I had it on VHS. Uh, oh my at home, gosh. and I would literally like every night when I would go to bed. Put like, it in. It was that's an that easy, that, that's an easy one mail. to fall asleep to. Yeah, something that's not Ooh, like, you've
1: got mail. That's a good one. That was
0: another one of my favorite um, ones. But no, you're you're the... I'm tired of celebrating other people. And I was like, <laughs> that is so... Funny. and I was like, I don't know how many tuxes he he, he does he own I bought a tux last I year. Like, I, did, I did, I did. Like I, I bought I bought a
1: tux last year because I I decided I said you know what I will go spend a couple hundred bucks yeah. because by the time I rent all these tuxes right. I will have paid for one. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, and I mean you're probably also in the age group era where everybody like that's what's happening. I mean, I get invited to baby showers and stuff. So we're not there yet. Or, yeah. We're yeah. not you're there. about to be I've got that'll a be couple, your next thing. I
1: got a couple of those, but not really yet. Yeah. And I keep telling everybody, I'm like, look, y'all can't really have kids and stuff until I'm having kids. Yeah. And I haven't even met someone. Do you yet, like kids so, in
0: general? Oh, I
1: love you kids.
0: Yeah. I absolutely love yeah. kids. Yeah. I liked kids until that was all I did for a babyset like my entire life. My mm. little brother, but then also just people, other people. Yeah. And then when I was in high school I did after school care and then after high school I was like a teacher monitor at our private school. And then And
1: you said I've had enough of these And then ran
0: the K four program and I was like, okay, I can't and everyone's like, if you had your own kids, you'd love them. It's different. I'm like, I'm not saying I wouldn't love my kids. It's like I'm just burnt out on it. Like I dealt with all of that and I know it's totally different when it's your own kid, but like I, like, I always am curious. I'm like, some people are like, no, I, I want kids, but I don't like yeah. them. And then some people do. So, I didn't know where you were on the Oh, range. no. I,
1: I definitely love
0: yeah. and want kids. you like kids. Um, so, as far as your goals for the next, like, let's say, like, five years, do you have, like, specific, like, is it just to, like, further stuff with Cycle Bar? Is there something else? So,
1: a Cycle Bar... Mm-hmm. i don't have any goals without cycle bar right yeah. now um right now in the next two years mm-hmm. or so i want to skip midtown up i want to get it running i want to keep germantown thriving the way yeah. it is i uh, would love to see growth out there
0: yeah
1: um we we're doing well i would love to do, see us do a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, midtown i think is going to explode i'm not are as worried about that, about yeah. that one but I, I have so
0: many friends
1: oh so many like, so yeah. many all my friends yeah. live that right, way right for the next year or two that is just what i want to see mm-hmm. um ultimately i would love to be a master instructor for a cycle bar
0: yeah um, how hard is that to do by the way
1: there are like because
0: Alex is the only one at Germantown right oh
1: yeah and yeah. there are only and like
0: I know I went to the website and she was like one of the feed, like 12 or something like 12 or th- yeah in the whole
1: 13 or 14 yeah. in the whole country yeah so just so um, everybody knows
0: Psychobar is like a chain also like a she, Haley owns these that we're the
1: franchises yes.
0: right but it's actually a lot like I don't know how many locations
1: there. there's almost 200 now. yeah
0: okay so that that'll tell you something then if master there's only like a handful so
1: there's the senior master instructors then there's the master instructors Mm -hmm. um the master instructors are who travel around the country and they train
0: and alex does the
1: new talent yes so if a studio a new studio is opening she'll go and run like a five-day boot camp with them um or let's say a studio is uh, hiring a lot of new instructors all at one time Mm -hmm. they will pay for corporate to get alex to go Mm -hmm their studio and train them
0: yeah
1: um and then from there the senior master instructor team kind of leads all of the continuing education stuff with that and then there's the director of education Mm -hmm. and the director of everything Mm -hmm. ultimately i mean moving up with cycle bar is the long term goal
0: how do you how did she get to be a master is it based on time so alex because I know you said she's been there since the She beginning. has been there
1: since we opened. We were one of the first 10 mm-hmm. studios to okay. open, actually. Yes. So Alex, when we opened, became the lead instructor mm-hmm. for our studio. And so she kind of got a little bit of a leg up mm-hmm. in terms of getting her foot in the door. Right. And she is... Incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, her class is is incredible, mm-hmm. and it, she does such a good job. Um, but I think they saw that in her early on. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, in terms of how she trains people. So I was actually the first person that Alex trained, mm-hmm. like from start to finish. Nobody else, no help. Well, then
0: you're a good success story. <laughs> um,
1: well, and I thank you for saying yeah. that. Um, I think they have seen what she is capable of doing mm-hmm. and how she Alex has this thing about her where she can talk to people mm-hmm. in a way that it's not threatening when she's teaching, when mm-hmm. she's getting people to understand how to instruct and that you're not there for yourself, you're actually there for everyone else right. and how you make yourself be fueled to do that. Right. She she just does such a good job of that.
0: And not everybody can do that. Just because you're good, just let's say, you, at spinning... Yes, doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you
1: can teach it. Right. And so, I think just early on, she proved her worth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, they
0: started just asking her to...
1: So, she... You have to apply for it. Um And she applied and she got it. Mm-hmm. And uh, cool. she... You know, she's doing big things. Yeah, she's,
0: I was going to say, she travels a lot, right? She
1: travels about once every four to six weeks mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Um Depending on your region of the country, it kind of depends on, like, how often yeah. you travel. And... So,
0: and you would like to do that?
1: Eventually, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just weddings, you could at least be going to right? other things. No, so, and then, like, so does that have to do with, like, corporate noticing? How does that so, work? So, yeah, so that
1: is, that's all through corporate. Yeah, okay. Um, and do they
0: just, like, it's like you haven't applied to try to do it
1: or so you have to be a lead instructor you know now i'm like
0: how are we gonna help you yeah like i'm well, already like working my brain I'm like,
1: well so don't work your brain too hard <laughs> quite yet um corporate basically you have to be a lead instructor first through mm-hmm. corporate and mm-hmm. then from there uh after you kind of show them if you can onboard talent yeah locally in your studio mm-hmm. and kind of show them hey i'm i'm doing this mm-hmm. i understand this it's yeah. it's Really about. I can't see. I can't imagine it would not be inevitable
0: for you. Like if you want, if you want to. I hope so. Like yeah. I mean, well, I just mean you seem like there's not that I'm an expert on Cycle Bar, but in general, like just the way you run things, and just even as somebody who used to own a business, and my husband who owns a business with his family, the way you talk about it, I'm like Haley is lucky because I mean I know you you're lucky to have Haley, but she's lucky because of the way you talk about it is the way you want someone to talk about it that's managing or that's doing it. It's not that thing. It's like, it's us. It's our thing. So you're talking about, I want to increase this, you know, location. I want to do this. I want to, and that's like what, that's like, it's, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not trying to like just give you lip service. Like it's very important for like if somebody owns a business that they have someone like you that is that. Passionately, because most of the time you cannot find people that care as much as you. If you're the owner, <laughs> you know you just don't like you don't you don't find people that care as much as you like. And most of the time you shouldn't expect them to, but every once in a while, like I, when I worked at I used to work at Bedrock downtown. Oh yeah. And, yeah, I used to work there, and my Brandy Martyr, the owner, was and she comes to Cycle Bar. Yeah. And we saw each other the other day. Like she I turned around, I was like, oh hey, she's been shout out to her I think she's gonna be on my podcast but she's been my favorite boss she's awesome Brandy owns Bedrock and she has um, I think Sam still works there Sam was the name of this girl that worked there with us and I remember telling Brandy, I was like Brandy, you need to do whatever you can to keep Sam because I was like you need to pay her more you need to do like whatever because she's like oh I know there's not a bunch of Sams and I was like no 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 there's not because (laughs) Sam is the one that she could call like Sam was in school but other than that she could be pretty flexible and so if Brandy needed something at the store, like, we ran out of something, it's like, boom, she's there. If she needed this, she was doing it. Like, she got... And, like, when a person recognizes it, it's awesome. The thing that sucks is if you're that person and you work in a company where they don't. So, like, if you were in a company being the way that you are, but then you had an owner or a boss that was, like, didn't recognize it, didn't recognize your effort, didn't recognize that you... You know what I mean? Like, if you were just a number... Because, like, I've been in jobs where it's, like, you yep. can tell the employees are just numbers, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I'm just here to oh, facilitate your money-making yeah. thing. And there's a difference. And so I think it's huge that she has you and then also other people um, that work there that are that passionate about it. Because, and it's, I mean, credit to her that she would make y'all feel that comfortable, too. That Because, I mean, it would be so easy to not be that way i mean like oh
1: it would be really easy. i think that's
0: a big reason people love y'all and love coming there is because it's so it's not normal like as far when i say it's not normal i mean like it's not the everyday thing you see yeah. people like the way that y'all communicate the way that y'all um are with each other and i think you know what's impressed me is i was like okay how long have they okay peterson's been there two years i was like they've been there several years Okay, I can trust that this is like legitimate versus if y'all had just opened just open, yeah. 30 days in and y'all were like, we love each other and everything's great. I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. let's see what happens in like a year, you know? But I was like, okay, two, two three years. I was like, there's something there that's actually like special on it because I'm one of those people that tends to like sit back and be like, mm, you know, I'm, I'm observing about weird things. And so I'm like, okay, let's see if it's for real. But I, I, I think you are for real. Like, not that it matters what I think, but you know, that's the difference is, um, that, and that's why I try to get people like, and I, people that are listening to this, like anyone that hasn't tried cycle bar definitely should. And that's Peterson didn't like pay me to say that. <laughs> it's just, that's why somebody the people messaged me and thought that like, pe- like that I was being paid by cycle bar. By. They're like, Oh, you're promoting it all the time. I was like, no, nah, just promote mm-hmm. what I like. Like it just happens yeah. to be cycle bar. I was like, nobody's like the beauty,
1: anything. the beauty of our team there are 12 of us right now mm-hmm. uh, and Haley mm-hmm. um, it's it's just easy to mm-hmm. love everyone yeah because we do
0: yeah and, and I feel like it's easier to learn quickly if somebody's not gonna fit since y'all work it's easy yeah and that makes it it's easier because as a boss I'm sure like having like knowing who's not gonna work it's easier if you learn it quicker
1: and we're at the point now where everyone on the team is in this great space. Right, right. And it's, it's, it's good. Yeah.
0: And like I said, I mean, I'm one of those weird people that I feel like I pick up on it when it's not. And I was like, I mean, I told Chris one day, I was like, I mean, I think they're legitimate. I was like, First few times I went, I was like, "Mm, we'll see if they're like really like, like each other. But I mean, I've been around most of y'all, at least to some extent without other people around. And it's not like everybody's like, I hate it or, you know. Well,
1: the other thing is, I mean, you see us all ride Mm -hmm. with each other. Right. We don't have any requirement to do Mm -hmm. that. And we we don't have, um, we don't, we don't get paid to do that. In fact, we don't even get paid when each other are in each other's classes. Mm-hmm. So, like, literally, if if you see us there riding, we're riding because we right, want to be, be there. supportive and be. Uh, so yeah. that also it just
0: yeah, and I think that works better. Um, in some, I mean, yeah, there can be people who come in and they're competitive about like filling their class or whatever. But I think g- doing it too much, just like yourself, and not yeah, like, like that can backfire because Absolutely. it's then you don't have anyone to help you. Or if it's you all about you. you and then when something happens you're and not you need help guess who's yeah. going to be there? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> you know, if you don't, like, if you don't have, if you're not somebody who, like, can help everybody else and support them and all of that, then you're not going to have anybody there that'll do the same. But, yeah, and I, I love that about y'all, and I love that, um, like this, like I said, cycle bar is good for people who have anxiety. It's good for, because the lights are off. I always tell people it's kind of like working out in a club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's sort of like that, and people are, I told my friend Evan that before I brought him there. He's like, I really didn't know how to Like, understand that. I remember him. He's like, until he came, and then he's like, now I get what you meant Uh, by it, you know? And it was so funny. He messaged me, like, or texted me, I think, like, the day or two afterwards. uh, And shout out to Evan Barnes. He writes for the commercial Kill Sports. He writes about Tigers football. But um, he was like, so, he was like, are there special shorts to wear or something? It's like, um, we he's, like, yeah. he's like, I'm dying today. He was like, I'm dying. And I go, it's oh not, my God, I'm It's so not sorry.
1: the next day. It's no, Yeah, two yeah, days. yeah. I
0: go, yeah, I can't remember. It was a few days after. It's like I 48 go. hours. He goes, like literally, that. that's the worst part. And I go, I'm so sorry because I was like, I don't wear them, but Chris does. And I should have told you that. I was like, and I didn't think about it. I was like, and Chris is like, yeah, hey, you just figure that stuff out like when you do it or whatever. And I was yeah. like, okay. But I, it was so funny because he was like, do they make like, Patty I was like, they do and <laughs> they do them. I was like, uh and it made me laugh that he did that, but um no, but I love bringing people because it's it's something that's fun and easy to do like the first time. Like yeah. it's not I say easy. I tell people it's not it's simple. It's but not. it's
1: easy to bring them.
0: Right. And right. say, Hey, we're
1: gonna try something. And
0: you know what I think I like too about it is that um like versus like running or things like that. Like if you do, somebody like me who gets anxiety um, and I realized that I get exercise anxiety and I think it's honestly because I used to have panic attacks and so when my heart rate gets like up, I'm like, oh, I start panicking. Like there Got must it. be some, like my body almost is like there must be something wrong or you're, uh-huh. you're, it's gotten a lot better. But it's something where knowing I can sit down if I need to or yeah. knowing, I mean, it's not, oh, I try not to, but that's the difference versus, if I was running or doing something else where I didn't feel comfortable and it's like, what am I, I can't get out of that situation? Yeah. If I need to get out of that situation there, it's like, okay, I can sit down. I can like catch Take my your breath. breath. Like, and yet you are very good at not, um, like overly making people feel bad if they're not where you're at. Cause that's the thing. When I first went, I told Chris, like, I'm not going to be remotely like my cardio right now. Isn't great? I'm going to suck. And he's like, like, he's like, I've seen all shapes and sizes in there. Like, because when I first went in there, I was thinking it's just gonna be everybody, like, nobody over 25 and everybody, like, fit, like, uh, you know, whatever. That's what everyone
1: thinks that we yeah. are.
0: And it's like, look, I've seen, like, older men in there, like, in their 60s. And I've seen, oh, yeah. like, I mean, younger people, 18 year olds, 16 year olds. I mean, it's, like, very good for a lot of different age groups and people. And so I think that's cool. And then, uh, I don't know if I ever asked you, so is your favorite song to play, that same song, the Chainsmokers song? That's yeah. your favorite. And then uh, what's your been your favorite like, ra- is there been a distinct ride that you did that you're like, this one was like, really good? I can tell you what I did with you that was good. And I try- I had to tell Chris about it, and I was like, it was so weird. Okay, it was one you did a couple, while you were thinking about yours, it was one you did a few month- months, two months ago, and it had Beyonce in it and some other things, but it was a really full, cool, maybe a completely full cool, happy hour. But Beyonce was clapping or doing something, but then there, other people were doing, like, it was very loud. Like, I wasn't yelling out, but there was a lot of people, like, yelling or singing or doing something. And I was like, this is, like, crazy energy. Like, I told Chris, I was like, you would have loved it. I was like, I, I don't know how to explain it. It was just, like...
1: It's just there. Yeah. You was, tell somebody.
0: Yeah, and it was in that... I mean, all the classes are great, but that one was specifically... And a lot of it, I'm sure, has to do with, like, your own mood and Absolutely. how you feel that day. Absolutely. I mean, I've been in there several no, times I know, where I know exactly like, what class you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So, that one was awesome. Like, what is one that you're just like, that was a great class? You
1: know... My two year anniversary class. Yeah, I was at that one. That was a that was a really great yeah. energy room, but probably my favorite class. You're gonna laugh at me. <laughs> um last summer mm-hmm. I did a Taylor Swift ride mm-hmm. uh right before her concert, the day before her concert yeah. in Nashville. And I that was a great class and I didn't play, I played only her songs. Mm-hmm. I didn't play any remixes, not one. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of it was just raw, her music yeah. and everybody was singing and they were working and it just, it was one of those, like the energy. Yeah. yeah. The energy. Yeah. I feel like you're, you said earlier, you, the energy is what fuels you when yeah. you come in a place and why mm-hmm. you want to go back. And that's how I am. And so it's that ride. I texted Alex afterward and I was mm-hmm. like, okay that ride just changed me yeah. as an instructor I I, wanted, I want that I yeah. want more of that that's what I want and mm-hmm. it was and she texted me back and she was like ha 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 Taylor Swift brought this out of you that is ridiculous
0: really and she, doesn't she like hate Taylor oh, Swift because y'all make comments Taylor about says. that she hates I F- used to hate Taylor Swift honestly and, it used, it like, and then I would be like okay I think I like like one or two <laughs> songs, and then I think I told you this and then I was like okay I think I like like Four or five of the songs, and then the newer album came out. Her
1: newer, athletic, her newer stuff, yeah. Which
0: I don't know. You said you were still like getting used to that or something. Ah, uh,
1: you know, her new album lyrically mm-hmm. is fabulous. Yeah. it is so real and so raw, mm-hmm. and and the passion that she put into that album, right. you can tell it's so there. But the sound of the album mm-hmm. isn't my favorite.
0: Yeah, and I, like the funny thing is, is like I like I like it, but again, I'm not. So, like, already ingrained in, like, all her yes. music, which probably makes a difference. But there was, what is the song? You played one of the songs, it's, like, one of the ones that people didn't like. Um, see, I'm bad about even knowing the names of them. And you were like, I don't like this song, but I'm playing it in this class. Oh,
1: uh, Look What You Made Me Do. Yes,
0: and that's one of the ones that oh, I like. Oh, yeah. And almost none of her fans like that one or, oh, yeah. like, you know, some of the other ones, like, during that kind of phase or whatever. Which, you know what's funny is, I didn't see her in Nashville, but I saw Kanye in Nashville because I told Chris, I was like, I'm going to buy tickets to this because I've never seen him. Absolutely. I, was like, I go, we'll go see him. And I literally told Chris, this is like, I guess, two, whatever this was. It was right before Kim Kardashian got robbed and uh, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: okay, so he I literally told Chris, I go, I'm going to overspend on these. We're going to go. We'll go check him out and, before he cancels this tour. He did cancel that tour.
1: Oh, that is and so hilarious.
0: Like, so the funny Wait, thing Wait, so is, did you
1: get to go? Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right. We
0: were there. He did Nashville. It was just like, not that long after that, I think it was when she got robbed and then he kind of went crazy and like stopped doing it and I knew he was already going crazy you so know I, like, I
1: really really have regrets of never seeing Kanye before
0: all the crazy current Kanye yeah well like he was so already uh, headed that way when I got to see him because that was 2017 I think but he had the floating stage yeah oh, you yep. know so but I was like is he gonna do anything about Taylor Swift like because that was Still yes. thing going on at the time. And so it was winning at that song, I can't remember what song I made that bitch famous. For yeah. That. He Told the DJ to play that back. He played that part and sang it, I don't know, maybe how like 10 or 20 oh, times. Yeah, I, I bet. mean, I'm not.
1: Because the, the, the crowd, I mean. Oh, he knew the, that's where he she lives. She knew. She knew
0: in Nashville. He
1: knew yeah. what, how to get yeah, that going. Yeah, yeah, going, and yeah. And so,
0: and he was, that whole show was insane. Like, it was fun. Like, we didn't, we weren't on the floor because I go, I'm not about to get under a floating stage and it falls on yeah, me. <laughs> like, I don't know about that. Like, it was cool to watch people uh-huh. underneath it, and it was the loudest. I've ever heard music in my entire life like the subs or whatever like oh, the, I thought they were ridiculous like the, and he the, already the, is the things were vibrating I mean, like the actual yeah. permanent seats were like vibrating uh-huh. kind of stuff it was crazy but yeah he played that over and over uh, and then he did a weird rant about because I guess that was right after he had that weird fashion show you know what I'm talking about and it was like those girls outside and yes. then like they started like passing out or something <laughs> and so he's talking about that at the show and he's like, But he he talks kind of like he's like a kid or something. So he's just standing there and he's like not. He's like, so, like, the people were there, the girls, and, like, I didn't know it was that hot. And nobody told me it was that hot out there. And I, I felt bad for him. And one of them started, like, falling down, you know, and, like, goes on this whole thing about it. And then he starts going on this rant. He stopped singing and started talking about how he's, you know, his fashion line. And then he goes... I don't want to just make expensive shirts because I think it was right around the time he had done some white t shirt that was like oh it was like, like
1: six hundred dollars yeah and so he goes
0: I don't want to do that I want to do affordable stuff he goes I want to design things that all of you can wear like at Walmart and I told Chris I go oh my I go and people start cheering I go did he not just like sort of insult yeah, everyone yeah no, he
1: here? literally just yeah it and I, we were
0: laughing at it because I was just like. He's like, at least say people. target. Yeah, he goes. Yeah, I know. At least he goes. You people. He's like. Uh, he's like. I want to do it at Walmart. Blah blah blah. But no, he did the whole Taylor Swift thing over and over. But I was like against her. But it's funny because I think a bunch of the stuff I didn't like about Taylor Swift was honestly stuff that I thought if I was famous, like, would worry me. People thought about me. If that makes oh, sense. Oh yeah. Because she's like, okay, so she's a white girl, like straight white girl, right? And so I'm thinking like in this world right now, that's already, she gets shit
1: on all the time. And
0: so, and I didn't like early on. I mean, I was just always thinking like, okay, here she goes. Here's another thing. And I was, I guess I always felt like, you know, when somebody gets really hyped, then it's almost like, you're like, okay, there's no way they're going to be that great or whatever. And there was a couple of her songs that I didn't, I did not like, like, um, shake it off or whatever oh yeah like, that's I mean, one
1: like, that's one that i cannot get down with. it's
0: like catchy if you hear yeah. it but it's one of those it's ones gonna, when it was stuck in your head and like, like it's fine but you're much, like i've heard this too much yeah or whatever but once i w- like started paying more attention at least maybe and i don't know who she was back then but i've appreciated in her recent years that she's using her platform for good things yeah. you know like she did that song um, in the June like the pride you need to calm down yeah Yeah, that song and doing things like that or just drawing attention to um, maybe she's in a position where she knows like okay other people may not get my platform yeah and so that's the thing is like and honestly even in my little platform that's always like what I always try to do too so it's like okay let me bring this person over here or, or do this thing and so when I realized that's what she was doing I was oh. like oh, okay like I can like her a lot more so anyway uh yeah I I felt bad for you because I was like oh they're messing with him about Taylor Swift <laughs> whenever like Alex oh yeah it, but... no
1: I am the only one
0: yeah yeah and they had a video of you trying to listen to it I think like oh, it came yep, out or something. yep, I was I was yeah.
1: one of my friends emailed it to me and then texted me and uh, said there's a present for you in your inbox <laughs> and I like was like what are you talking about? Yeah. And, uh, it was the whole album was right there and I was like, Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I work is cancelled, yeah. I will be in the laundry room <laughs> yeah. talk to me like <laughs> in an hour and a half. Yeah.
0: Have you ever met her? Like did you ever go to, like dance? I've
1: never met her. You've been to her show though. Been to um every
0: She's never came to Memphis. I don't think actually. she's come to Memphis once. Oh, she has. Okay.
1: Was that that show? Um, have been to Nashville. Have been to Atlanta. Have been to Nashville again. Yeah. Have been.
0: So if she did Vegas. So you'd be like me with Brittany. You just go several times.
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: Like, dude, I love what like Vegas residencies. She she should do one because they're really cool. Like. When they do I don't them. know if
1: she would do Vegas. The
0: thing is that, like, she probably wouldn't now. She probably wouldn't like five more years or so. Yeah. Um, because a lot of them, I think, when they get tired of touring, like, and it's becoming more of a younger artist or, dude. yeah, like Britney sort of helped do that because it used to just be like, old. oh, Britney, like, yes, it'd be like Elton John and like people like that, and that was it. But she, she and Britney, kind of,
1: did so well with it. She,
0: and I think the reason she did well was because she got used to her stage. She got used to all of. Everything And so she didn't seem as anxious. Like, the first time we saw her versus the last time that I saw her was, like, night and day. Like, oh, the first really? time I saw her, she was very, like, robotic. Yeah. And, like, on meds, heavy, clearly, or whatever. And then by the end, she was, like, comfortable and, like, like, all of that. And I got addicted to go into that. Like, it... But you know what it is? It's, like, the pop music thing we were talking about. When things are not good, things like pop music matter. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they make you feel... Like, there's times I had with, like, my parents being sick or whatever, and it's like, you know, I don't need to go turn on, like, some sad shit that, mm-hmm. like, was going to make me cry all the way uh-huh. home. Like, let me just put on Britney Spears or NSYNC. or just sing it at the
1: top of my right. lungs. and, and just, like, hopefully change something. that mood, yeah. you know
0: what I mean? Because I can be very, uh, like, in my head and obsessive and overthink and it works when it's a good thing, and it doesn't work when it's a bad thing. You know? What
1: what song do you turn on in the car and scream at the top of your lungs?
0: Oh, it depends on what it like. Depends on. I get obsessed with certain songs where I'll listen to it like. Right now, go to what is it? My big one right now. Let me think. What's yours? Let me think. Since you've been gone, okay, like Kelly Clarkson. Really? Yeah, uh, and it has to be... been just
1: ever since. Hey. Yeah. If I need to just, like, get something so out, oh my goodness, Every that, album, that, that like, album is so yeah, good.
0: Yeah. Since You've Been Gone is good. I think recently, well, so, lately I've been listening to a lot of stuff my parents used to listen to because I used to had to avoid it because it just made me, like, sad and everything. So it's finally gotten to the point where, like, I can enjoy some of it again. It gives So you the a other day, of, of all things, and you probably have never heard this song, but uh, my mom used to like Natalie Cole. Who Nat King called Chestnuts Wrestling on Open Fire, L O B E? It's his daughter. And so she does, she's not really like anything at this point, but she used, she did like an album that was covering his music and then she's done some other music. And she did like This Will Be an Everlasting Love, which is on the parent trap, which is the song. Yeah. Like, okay. So if you heard, you'd hear, hear her music and be like, oh yeah. so... she did a cover. I don't think she was the original artist, but the song "Pink Cadillac" because I think Bruce Springsteen did it too. Okay, "Pink Cadillac" by Natalie Cole. Yeah. Because we used to listen to that in the car. There was only so many things that were not Christian music that we were allowed to to listen to, like growing up. So a lot of my discovery of music was once I hit like 18, and I was not was going off on your own and yeah, like because everything, every concert, first concert was like Rebecca St. James and. Bartlett at a church when I was like 10, you know what I mean? Like it was all Christian like related stuff And I think the first secular one I went to was with my brother It was like Bob Dylan or a lot of his stuff was like stuff. He liked, you know, yeah What's the most motivating music that you listen to? Mm.
1: Motivating and
0: I mean like when you hear it I mean, I know there's like good music like I feel like there's a difference sometimes like there's the music you listen to to get out of a funk but there's some music that you listen to and it's like, gets your heart raised, like, yes, I need to go do this thing, or I need to work out, or while I'm working out. Like that type of thing. Like.
1: Cool. I've got two. Yeah. Uh till I collapse. Eminem. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I mean, I did. I made how? a
0: Grizzlies video with that song like forever ago. I
1: mean, you hear that song mm-hmm. and it's just it's it's just.
0: I was telling Chris the other day, I was like, Eminem knows how to make songs. That he does. Work. And I go, he knows how to. Like he knows how to do the talking at the beginning with the build and like oh, yeah. he knows like
1: he's dramatic.
0: You can get have so you ever succ- seen him like in person? In no, life? no. My friend, you my, need to. Yeah, my best friend that lives in Nashville, obsessed. Like she I've saw him seen in him in like Detroit. I've seen
1: him three times. She's, I will go see him any time you want. He is such a performer. Yeah, I've always
0: wanted to he see. He is him. a
1: performer. Yeah, a true. Like he, you are connected to him. Mm-hmm. It's great.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the other song uh i played it this morning actually right above it by lil wayne yeah yeah. um that song oh my goodness that's i yeah if i had to do karaoke i probably would write that song yes
0: yeah i like um i like i have like a playlist and i'll just do like all songs that are motivating or most of mine have to do with whatever the lyrics say so it's weird there's songs that like maybe other people wouldn't work out to or do but like Something in the lyrics triggered me to get like, to go you know, like it, yeah. motivated or whatever. Um, weirdly enough, that song, Love the Way You Lie by Eminem, that like motivates good me. But I think it's just the emotion of it. Like it's the way m- that it's
1: all once of that. again, And that's what I liked
0: about Psychobar Bar because I'm into the emotional aspect of music. And I was like, oh, they get that here. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming and doing this. Thanks for like having I know me. forever, I kept being like, we gotta do this, and then we would. No, I'm then, excited that like, we did. Yeah, and then what? We'll, what I like to do is like we'll do this, and then I can have you back like in ne- like several months or next year cool. or whatever because we like to. I like I say we. I like to check in like people come back and they'll say yeah. like what they've been doing and all of that kind of stuff. So you'll be able to say cool. uh, what you've been doing. Let everybody know the best way. Like if they want to come try out a class yeah. right now, like. Tell them
1: what they should do. Uh, head over to, if you want to come to Germantown, just go to the cyclebar Germantown website. If you Google it, you'll find it. Uh, and create an account. Your first class is 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Just sign up for that. You can sign up for any class. Every class is for the beginner to the expert. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter specifically what time or what class you want to come to just whichever one works for you if you want to wait for midtown same process you can already go to the midtown website and create your account Mm -hmm. uh first class again will be ten dollars and uh come check it out
0: yeah and just so everybody knows you even get like you get stats if you want them it's like your choice. That yeah. You safe. can
1: choose to be on the leaderboard. You only see the leaderboard once or twice right. in a normal class. So it's nothing to be intimidated by or scared of,
0: but you can uh, leave your name off.
1: You can too. leave yeah. your name off of there, but you will always get an email at the end that tells you how you did.
0: Yeah. And I think I, that's something that's cool too. Cause you get to see your progress. Mm-hmm. Like you get to see, Oh, I was like totally a lot shittier here than I am now. You know? Yeah. Kind of thing. And I told Chris, I was like, sometimes I'll ask you like so-and-so, do you want to come to cycle bar? I was Like, they just ignore the message. Yep. I was like, all right. Okay, okay that means cool. you don't. <laughs> like, but the funny thing is, they all of a sudden message you. Like, if I do a side-by-side or before and after, suddenly everybody always like, "Where? what are you doing? What are you, you know, like, it was so funny the other day. Hannah was like, you lost weight? What are you doing? And I was like, this? <laughs> I was like, I'm coming here? I was like, a lot? That's, like, honestly what it is? I was like, nothing else, but um yeah thanks for doing this and i would love to have um y'all back sometime with like several of y'all and do like a whole like i I know y'all's energy would be funny all of y'all
1: a million percent So,
0: (laughs) so um we'll definitely have to do that but thank you again for coming thanks for having me i want to thank everybody for listening if you are interested in riding at cycle bar um, you can go to the Cycle Bar website or, like Peterson was saying in the episode, Google Cycle Bar Germantown or Cycle Bar Midtown Memphis. And an added note, if you are interested in Cycle Bar Midtown Memphis, I know a lot of people are excited about that. I actually, since that recording, we have an official open date, and that is going to be Monday, December 2nd. I checked their Instagram page and it appears that they are doing free rides to the public the first week of December at Midtown Memphis location only. Um, And you can go to their Instagram account. Just search um, Cycle Bar Midtown Memphis and you should be able to find it. And you can find some details there. And also, if you're interested in riding, the first ride I believe is $10 if you sign up that way. Um, There's a possibility that I could refer you as a friend. So if you email me at podcast at katieforbis.com there's a chance i could actually send you a referral link um can't guarantee i could do that for midtown but i'm pretty sure i could do that for you for germantown if you would like to try a class and I, you won't be sorry it's not one of those things where if you go once they like loop you into some six month contract or something so don't worry about that um and maybe one day i will do a ride hopefully we'll do a ride sometime where it's like me and my listeners wouldn't that be that'd be fun right i mean it would be tough but it would it would be fun <laughs> Um, again thank you to Peterson for being willing to do the interview for being willing to sit and listen to me ramble so much um, and if you guys would like to contact me for any reason besides just the cycle bar thing uh, like I said you can email me at podcast at katieforbis.com. that's podcast at katieforbis.com. Uh, if you'd like to follow Peterson on Instagram, hopefully he's cool with this. His uh, his handle is P uh, Welford, which is P W E L L F O R D. You can follow him there, and he also posts like his schedules and when he's teaching classes and things like that. And if you'd like to follow me on social, my handles on both Twitter and Instagram are just my name, Katie Forbes. Thanks again for listening. And as my dad used to say, please do not let a dream delayed become a dream denied. Here's a Started our friends, it was cool, but it was all pretend. Yeah, yeah, sent you.